Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of God of all ages, welcome to the City Place Church Podcast. Wherever you are in the world, we thank you for making the time to tune in. Take a moment to get focused, clear your mind, close your eyes, open your heart, and receive what God has for you on this day. Come on, City Place Church, are you ready? Hey, listen, I want to make sure that you download today's message note, cityplacechurch.com. You're going to need them today. Again, if you're hopping on here for the very first time, my name is Damon. I, along with my wife, we are the lead pastors of City Place Church, and God has called our church to be a life-giving church that builds dreams, ignites faith, establishes leaders that win the laws for the kingdom of God. And we're so excited to have every single person watching and hanging out with us today. Make sure that you lean in the service today because it's going to be good. I don't know about you, but last week, we talked about being sons and daughters of God, and uh, today uh, is, 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 is going to be a fun day. I, I, I want us to just lean into God's Word, have a little bit of fun today. Acts chapter 3, Acts chapter 3, I'm going to read two passages of Scripture. We're going to tell a little story, and then we're going to celebrate today. It's going to be a good day. Acts chapter 3, verse 1 says this, Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they had laid daily at the gate of the temple, which was called Beautiful. There's a man who's lame, the Bible says, who from the time he was born, he, you know, he, he was carried in his mother's womb, and they laid him literally daily at the temple gate, which was outside of the church. And it says this in verse 3, who seeing Peter and John going in to the temple, he asked alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, look at us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something from them. Then Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I give unto thee. In the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. He literally said, I don't have the natural thing that you need, but I do have Jesus. Come on, aren't you glad that you have Jesus? Aren't you glad that you have Jesus? He says this, and so it says this, verse 7, and he took him by the right hand, lifted him up, and immediately, somebody say immediately, his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he stood leaping up, walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. Now go over to Matthew chapter 16, 13 through 19. Matthew chapter 16, 13 through 19, it says this. When Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples saying, who do men say that I am? Who, who do men say the son of man am? So they said unto him, some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, some say Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. And Jesus said to them, but who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said to him, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father who is in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. And I give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven, 
And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. This morning, as we're hanging out here at City Place Church online, I want to speak on this topic. Testify. Testify. Can somebody say testify? Last week during our service, we talked about having a mentality of sons and daughters. And we said that if we're not careful, we can be stuck in religion, the rules that that sometimes we feel like are required to have a relationship with God. But we said God never designed for us to live a life in him based on rules. But his whole design has been based on relationship. God's whole design for you and I has to be in a, is to be in a spiritual family relationship. And in this story, I read two passages of scripture. We're going to start with the latter. The Bible says that Jesus is talking to his disciples and Jesus says, uh, who do men say that I am? And then he says, who do you say that I am. And out of nowhere, Peter rises up and says, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. If I could, for just a moment, I have to talk about Peter because Peter to me has literally become one of my favorite people in all of scripture. The reason why is because Peter is like you and I. He, 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 he didn't grow up like in an environment to where he would have been chosen as a world changer. But Jesus saw something in him. In fact, Jesus has his initial encounter with Peter in Matthew chapter four. And in one simple conversation, this is what Jesus says, come follow me and I will make you fishers, fisher of men. He says, he said, I will allow you to, to be the one that catches people the same way you are currently catching fish. In one conversation, Jesus speaks so much life to Peter, Simon at the time, that he literally says, I will drop my current position to follow you. He literally said, there is something about you that I want to be attached to that I can't live without. So he goes and follows Jesus. And in Matthew chapter eight, the Bible says that Jesus is having a meal with with Peter's family. And it says that Peter's family, his mother gets ill. And it says that while he is in the house, Jesus says, listen, let me put a little touch of heaven on your mom. And it says that Jesus prays for mom. Mom gets back up and immediately begins to serve Jesus and the disciples see in one verse of scripture, Peter has an encounter to follow Jesus in the other verse in Matthew chapter eight. Peter has an encounter of the miracle working power of Jesus. So see, he's letting us see already that if we begin to follow Jesus, then we will encounter the fullness of who Jesus really is. And so he says, follow me. And Peter begins to follow him. His name is Simon at the time. He goes to Simon's house, Peter. Peter's mom is cooking for him. She gets sick and Jesus says, whoa, mama, there's so much more for you to do. And she gets up and she says, let me serve Jesus. In Matthew chapter 10, Jesus was a part of the original kingdom dream team. He found a a band of brothers by which Jesus says, now listen, all of you will be my disciples, you 12. And you are going to change the world. So literally, Peter goes from one moment in time to where Jesus says, follow me, he begins to follow Jesus. He has Jesus 
into his house and he experiences the power of Jesus in his house. And then Jesus says, now listen, I'm bringing you together in a family because my initial design is not for you to be isolated, but for you to be in a family. Somebody say family. God's design is for you to, and I to be in a family. It's the reason why here at City Place Church, we place so much emphasis on our small groups. We call them city groups. Why? Because as we grow larger, we want to make sure that we remain a spiritual family. We're not just doing church. I'm not just preaching a message. No, I'm encouraging our family. And so Jesus says, listen, Peter, Simon at the time, he says, come into this community of a family. And so Peter gets purpose spoken into his life. He experiences the fullness of Jesus in his life. And then Jesus says, I planted you in a family all because of Jesus. And I'm realizing as I'm reading through scripture that Jesus is constantly speaking life to every single person that is close to him and is in the family. And it made me ask myself this question, and I'm going to ask you this question. Have you ever really thought about how amazing Jesus is? Like, have you ever really thought about how amazing Jesus is? Now, I'm going to get back to, to, to the verse where Jesus says the keys of the kingdom belong to you, Peter. But have you ever really thought about how amazing Jesus really is? Like, pause there for a moment. Like, not just to me, but the fact that Jesus Christ died and rose again is an amazing thing to me. The fact that Jesus could speak to Simon and say, follow me, and without negotiation, something leapt on the inside of Peter, Simon at the time, and he would follow Jesus. How amazing is Jesus that Jesus would hang out in Simon's house and answer Simon's need and reveal his fullness. How amazing is Jesus that Jesus wouldn't leave Simon out there on his own, but he surrounded them in a spiritual family. The original dream team, 12 brothers that would change the world. See, have you ever really thought and paused how amazing Jesus really is? See, when I look through scripture, I find out that Jesus was a Sunday school teacher. Like he, he was hanging out in the temple and the Bible says that he was asked, he would ask questions of the religious leaders at the time and they would marvel like, what is this kid knowing all of this stuff? He was, he was a mentor. He was a counselor. He was a friend. He was, he was the one that taught us about the five talents and the teaching on the Beatitudes and saying things like, ask and you shall receive, love your enemies. If you have the faith of a mustard seed, you can speak to the mountain and it be removed out of the way. He's the same person that said, watch out because the enemy, Peter, Simon, will try to steal your purpose and your destiny and sift you like wheat. But I'm praying for you. Jesus was the ultimate doctor. He was the ultimate defender. He was the ultimate friend. He was ultimate supplier. He was the ultimate empowerer. Jesus was the ultimate healer. In fact, Jesus was the one that healed the woman that had an issue of blood for 12, single, for 12 years. Jesus was the one that cast out demons. Jesus was the one that was raising the dead. And it caused me to think, have I ever really paused to think about the family that I'm in? When was the last time you paused to think about the family of God that we really are a part of? 
See, the Jesus that we preach about every single week that many of you have said yes to and many of you will respond today and say yes to Jesus by the time we're finished with our service. The Jesus that we preach about is amazing. When was the last time you and I paused to think about how amazing Jesus is and how amazing the family of God really is? See, the Bible says that Jesus has an encounter with Peter and he looks at Peter and he says, Whoa, your natural search has revealed little, but it is the father in heaven that has revealed to you who I am. See, he immediately equates God the father to the family that Peter is a part of. And we said this last week, we said the father provides a covering, accountability and a conviction of our heart to be able to carry all of the purpose and destiny that God has for us. Jesus says, you're not who you think you are. And so trying to realize how amazing Jesus really is allowed me to jump into a second question that I have. And I'll ask you you this as well. I ask myself this question. Have I really listened to how Jesus is speaking about me? Like, are you really listening? to how Jesus is speaking about you because see religion will have us thinking about rules but the family relationship that God desires will have us thinking about how amazing Jesus is and really listening to how Jesus speaks about us because when Jesus speaks about us he's really speaking in the father's heart because he said this he says I don't speak on my own accord I speak what the father has me speaking what he shared with me and everything I declare it to you. That's what he told his disciples. He led me to believe and led me to dive into how does he speak about me? And am I listening? Here's what I found in scripture. I'm so excited. Mark chapter 11 says this in verse 24. It says, therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. First Peter chapter two, verse nine says, but you are a chosen generation a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people that are set apart to proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into the marvelous light. Third John 2 says, beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. When was the last time you paused to really think about the things that Jesus says about you? Like this morning, we're talking about testify. We'll get there in a second. See, I realized that when Jesus was speaking to Peter in Matthew chapter 16, when he tells Peter, he says, listen, Peter, um, who do people say that I am? Peter says this. Peter says, um, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus responds to him by saying, you are blessed. And then he says, no longer will your name be Simon. When you look up the word Simon, his name means rock. But then he says, listen, you will no longer be known as Simon. You will now be known as Peter. He says, you've been living in one 
aspect of your life. There's been purpose on the inside of you all the days of your life. He says, but once you encountered me and who I really am and you let you stayed under the covering of the father and he revealed you to me. Once you understood who I am, now I reveal who you are. He says, listen, you will be Peter. When you look up the word Peter, it means rock. So he literally said, you've been a rock all of your life, but now you are the rock that I get to build upon. He says, Peter, you are going to be a foundation in the house and the family of God. And what I put in you and what is going to be birthed out of you, the gates of hell shall not prevail. Here's what I realize. Gates don't attack. Gates do not attack. They are designed to keep things out. Jesus literally looks at Peter and says, upon you, there's going to be a movement and a family of God that is going to be so intense that as you all storm heaven, I mean, storm hell for all generations to claim those that are lost and bring them into the family of God, hell cannot stand against you. He says, Peter, on you, I'm building my church. And hell can't stop you. He literally said the family of God can't be stopped. See, when you and I gather together as individuals and we come together and we congregate, this is why us being in person is so important and, and, and us seeing each other and being able to high five each other is important. Online is good. Don't get me wrong. Online is good. But there's something about the congregation of God. Can somebody say amen? Can somebody say amen? There's something about when you and I gather together right here and we encourage each other. And we say we are the church of Jesus. Hell can't stop us. Jesus says, listen, you're no longer Simon in your natural sense. You are Peter filled with my power and my authority. He says, now, listen, I'm giving you the keys to heaven. Here you go. All authority, all power, all dominion, access to my name, access to the Father, the ability to see miracles, signs and wonders, the ability to pray for people and it occur, the ability to see the lost saved, the ability to see provision in the community and to be resourced for kingdom purposes. He says every bit of access you now have in your hands. And he says whatever movement you have shaking on the earth is going to be shaken in heaven. If you're praying on earth, God's going to release it in heaven. He says, you're not Simon anymore. You're Peter. Here's what I realize about Jesus. Jesus will speak life to you. Peter, follow me. He will speak life to you. Jesus will encounter you in your own home. Raise mama back up. Jesus will put you in a spiritual family. I'm one of the 12 draft picks into the first draft of Jesus. I'm one of the dream team members. Jesus will put you in a community. And then Jesus will say, who do you say I am? See, Jesus says to Peter, he says, listen, your name has changed. And here's what I want you to write this down. You, when you uncover Christ, when I uncover Christ and come under the covering of the father, he uncovers who I am. Jesus says, who do you say I am? Peter says, uh, 
You are the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus says, flesh and blood didn't reveal that to you, but you were under the covering of the father. And because you were under the covering of the father, he has put you in a position to where he can reveal to you who I am. And then he says, now, since you know who I am and you're covered by the father, let me tell you who you are. You're no longer going to be walking around in the natural sense, Simon, trying to accomplish everything on your own, trying to be your own rock. Now, he says, now you are who I designed you to be. See, so many times you and I have talents and skills that can be real shiny. But if we don't know who we are, we wander aimlessly. No purpose, no destiny until we encounter Jesus. I, I heard this quote before. It says this, the two most important days of your life, the day you were born and the day you discover why. See, in our next steps classes that we do, which start next Sunday, July the 11th after service, I, want, I encourage you to be a part. We, we, we say it like this. We say that this is where you discover family. How can I get plugged into City Place? And where you discover and find your fit. How did God design me? We, we have inside of our next steps classes uh, a moment where we say, let's take a look at some of your passions so that those passions can be tapped into by God. And then all of a sudden you begin to make an impact in others. See, God has positioned you so that once you discover who you really are in him, you can thrive. I, 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 did some, I did a discovery on Simon, and I realized when I was doing my studies that Simon was mentioned 75 times in Scripture for nine different guys. 75, different, 75 times for nine different guys, but Peter was mentioned 162 times for one. You will be now known as Peter, you won't look the same as these other ones. You won't be hanging out over here anymore because you've had a fresh encounter with Jesus. Jesus has encountered you in your home. He's brought you into the spiritual family of God. He's uncovered who you are. You're unique. Can somebody say, I'm unique in Christ? Come on. I'm unique in Christ. Can somebody testify? So here's a question. Have you and I given Jesus permission to restore and enhance our true identity in him? Have we given Jesus permission to restore and enhance our identity in him? Write this down. Once you discover who you are, testify. Once you discover who you are, testify. I looked up the word testify in, in our regular dictionary, and this is what it means. To serve as evidence or proof of something's existence or being the case. See, once you discover who Christ is in your life, you have to testify. You have to be an example and proof of the encounter that you've had with the Father. You have to testify. You have to become physical evidence of being marked by Jesus. Here's what the Bible says. Let's go back to Acts chapter three and begin to wrap this up. The Bible says that Peter and John are now headed, the same Peter, because there was 162 mentions, but there was only one Peter. There was 
nine different Simons, okay? But there was only one Peter. And the Bible says in Acts chapter 3 that Peter and John are headed to church, to the temple of God, to congregate with the people of God. And it says that they're going, and while they're going, there is a man who has been in this position since his birth. And it says that people would pick him up and they would take him and literally lay him. Watch now. They would lay him outside of the house of God. They would literally, the church would be there, but they would lay him on the outside of the church. It led me to think about how many times do you and I walk past people that really need to be in the house of God, but we only really look at their practical need. The Bible says that the man sat outside day after day needing something natural. But when Peter and John came by, Peter looked at him and said, look at me. The natural thing that you need, I don't have. But what I do have, I got to testify. <laughs> he literally says, he literally says, um, silver and gold I don't have. But what I do have, I have got to be the proof of my encounter with Jesus. He says, in Jesus' name, get up and walk. And he says this, he, he grabs the man by the hand and the man, I preached this before, but this is, the, this, is, this, is, this is so cool because he gets up and the Bible says that the man begins to do something that he'd never done. See, when you have your initial encounter with God, and Jesus shows up in your house like he did for Peter and Peter's mom. And he puts Peter in a spiritual family. And Jesus says, I am uncovering who you are because you have discovered me. Once you discover who Jesus is, you got to testify. Every single other person had seen the man day after day and literally just went by. Like, maybe they... Stepped over him. We don't know. But Peter and John, as they were going into the house of God, because Jesus had just told them, this is the one thing that when you get together, hell cannot stop. Peter said, I have been called and designed to advance the kingdom of God. And if there is one person outside of the house of God, outside of the family of God, I've got to get him in. I don't have what you naturally want. But the thing I do have, I got to testify. Come on, can somebody say testify? Can anybody this morning testify of one thing right where you are that Jesus has done for you? Come on, somebody. Can you preach me down? Can you testify this moment? Because there is somebody. In fact, will you do me a favor? Will you share today right now? I know we're already in the, in the message, but can you share? Why? Because someone needs to hear your testimony, proof of your encounter with Jesus. And so the Bible says, the man gets up, he's leaping, and he's dancing and praising the Lord. And it says this, and he says, um, y'all going to church? <laughs> I'm going with you. See, it's amazing that when you and I encounter Jesus, Jesus encounters us in our home. Jesus puts us in a family. We uncover Christ, and we begin to testify. People want a little bit more of the Jesus that you just introduced him to. Everybody, listen now, everybody needs to belong to a spiritual family. You need to belong to a spiritual family. Write these things down and we're getting ready to wrap up here. Three things. Testify, number one, 
through your Christ-like response. Silver and gold I don't have, but what you need I got. Peter, come and follow me. Peter, I've got what you need. See, Peter decided that they needed, he needed Jesus the same way Simon needed Jesus. He says, listen, you have one encounter with Jesus. It's going to discover, you're going to discover who you really are. You are not a lame man. You are not crippled. Hear me, city place. You are not crippled. You are not designed to be broken. You are not designed to live life in a broken state. Nope. In Jesus' name, I speak to you and I declare to you this morning, get up, let's walk, and let's come into the family of God this morning. First thing, Christ-like response. Number two, give people what Jesus gave you. Give people what Jesus gave you. The way we testify is we give people what Jesus gave us. So many times, I don't know about you, but there have been times when I've been a little, little, little hesitant to respond. Those days are gone. Those days are gone. In the 2021 year, in the year that God does it, we have declared as a church that everybody will have an encounter with Jesus. So you give people what Jesus gave you. If Jesus healed your body, you pray for them. If Jesus delivered them, you pray for their deliverance. If Jesus provided for you, you help provide for somebody else. If you had an encounter with Jesus and you accepted Jesus, give someone else the opportunity to experience who Jesus is. The Bible says that the man began leaping, jumping, and praising God. The third thing, you testify through your hanging on to those who encounter Jesus through you. You hang on to those who encounter Jesus through you. This is the reason why at City Place Church, we don't just have a service on the weekend. No, we invite you into the family of God, right? Because our, our design on these weekends, we want you to have an encounter with God. Watch now, Jesus speaks to you in your home. Jesus speaks to you while you're in your home and we invite you through salvation. We invite you to take a next step. We invite you to, 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 to get in the family of God by, by, by becoming a part of a city group. And once we find those moments, we realize purpose is being uncovered. See, we hang on to those who've encountered Jesus through us. This morning, right where you are, I want to ask you if you'll give Jesus an opportunity this morning to, Simon, come follow me. I will encounter you right in your home. I'll meet you at the point of your need. I want to bring you into your family. Now I want to know, who do you say I am? This morning, I'm asking you, who would you say Jesus is to you? Is Jesus a prophet? Is, is Jesus some other guy? Or is Jesus the Lord of your life? If you have any hesitation in that question this morning, other than you are the Christ, the Son of the living God, and you are the one that I need the most, then I'm praying for you. I want to invite you to, into a relationship with Jesus. Hey, listen, I may not have the practical thing that you need, but in the name of Jesus, I want to welcome you into the family of God today. And I, the one thing that I will promise you here at City Place Church, we'll hang on to you. We'll hang on to you, if you as much as you will allow us to walk with you and encourage you as you grow in your relationship with God. The first thing that I want to do is I want to pray for you right where you are. I want to say a prayer, and I just want you to pray it right after me. And I want you to pray it with faith. And I want you to know that the minute you pray that prayer, Jesus is going to become the Lord of your life. 
you're going to become, you're going to come underneath the, fa- the, the, the covering of the Father. He's going to provide a covering, accountability, and the conviction of your heart. And he'll take it from there. Are you ready? Come on, right where you are. Can you say, dear Jesus, I welcome you today into my life. I acknowledge that I have sinned. And today I give my life to you. Today I choose you. I acknowledge that you died for me and you rose again. And today I declare boldly that I am a part of the family of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Come on, right where you are. Can you make some noise, City Place? Come on, can you make some noise for Jesus? Right where you are. Come on, right where you are. You made, watch now, the decision to follow Jesus. Simon, come on, follow me. You literally have encountered Jesus right where you are. Now you are a part of the family of God. And I want to encourage you to take a next step. Take a next step. First step. Let us know the decision you made today. You have two ways to do it. You can text City Place to 94000 and choose, I choose to follow Jesus. Or you can complete a virtual card at cityplacechurch.com backslash card. But I encourage you strongly to let us know the decision you made. No need to do it by yourself because Peter was by himself and Jesus says, no, I brought you into a family. Here's a second next step. I want you to be a part of our Next Steps class. July the 11th, right here at City Place Church is where you will discover your family and find your fit. Are are you with me? Come on, City Place, can we make some noise for Jesus today? I celebrate all of you that made that decision. Please, please let us know the decision that you made. Today's, Today's message is one thing, but the decision you made for Christ, that's the thing that's changed your life forever. Amen. I don't know about you, But this week, I encourage you to testify. Be the living proof of what Jesus did for you and that you're in the family of God. Well, hey, we're going to worship the Lord right now with our giving. I I always get excited about giving because we literally get a chance to represent Jesus on the earth through our generosity and being the hands and feet of Jesus. We never take it lightly. And I just want to say thank you for all of you who who continually give and tithe and sow into the house of God, but literally trust God with your kingdom finances. Uh, This week I got a uh, text message from someone that had been uh, applied for a position on their job. And the response that I got from her was, I just want you to know the job that I applied for, I got. And I was just like, this is the year that God does it. So as we trust the Lord with our kingdom finances, our heart is, is Lord, we give all that you've given us back to you. We will honor you, we will steward it well, and we will advance your kingdom. And so as we partner together, this is a moment to where we worship God through our giving. And I don't know about you, I love serving our community. I love being able to make an impact. And here's the other thing, City Place Church, we have been dreaming about our own facility. And so as we steward the kingdom finances well, one day we're gonna be praising God in our own house, God's house, amen? Well, I'm gonna pray and then I can't wait to see what God does for you in this week as you testify. Father, we honor you today. We thank you for who you are. We invite you into this place. We give you the glory and the honor for those that met you. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for our opportunity to worship you through our giving. 
We bless you today. And God, we declare that we will testify. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a great week, City Place. Thanks for joining us. If you've been encouraged by this message, be sure to subscribe to the City Place Church podcast. And we want to hear from you. Post a picture on any of your social media outlets with the hashtag CityPlaceChurch to be a part of the conversation. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.